On first down, the handoff to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10. He's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked off. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT, and he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Kenny Moore gets to Deshaun Watson. That's a sack for Kenny Moore. Kenny has a pick and now a sack in the game. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice podcast. I am your host, Cody Felger. Joining me, friend of the show, special guest uh, from StampyBlue.com, Mr. Zach Hicks. Zach, how are you doing, my friend? Pretty good, man. Um, I know it's kind of crazy time right now with everything going on with uh, COVID and all that, but uh, you know, for the time being, I'm doing pretty good right now. Are you, are you staying safe out there, bud? Yeah, yeah, definitely am. Uh, just you know, working at Lowe's right now, just kind of an in-between job. Um, you know, it was kind of transitioning when this whole thing started, and so you know, now that things are kind of opening up, at least here in Indiana, it's kind of been a little more helpful. But yeah, the the good news through all this madness has been we've been able to crank out a lot more Colts content. You know, us on the podcasting platform, and you, you know, more on the the writing platform. And so overall, man, I've been pretty good um, through all this madness, but. Uh, you know, speaking of Colts content, wanted to talk about an article that you wrote that I really enjoyed reading a lot. And, and for those of you who, who don't know what I'm talking about, check out StampyBlue.com. Check out Zach's article, basically looking at the Colts running backs and how the Colts running backs were really, really good in the department of creating extra yardage. And so, um, Zach, I kind of wanted to talk about that first. You know, you're talking about how the Colts have one of the best uh, you know, running attacks in terms of creating extra yardage. Where do you think this comes from? Who, who do you think is you – know, you have the players, you have the coaches. Who do you think is primarily responsible for this reasoning? Yeah, well, I think there, there's a lot of reasons, obviously. You know, first off, I mean, the running back group they had last year, you know, Marlon Mack hit 1,000 yards for the first time in his career. Uh, Naeem Hines is a very talented running back. Jonathan Williams and Jordan Wilkins are both very capable players as well. Uh, so, I mean, I, th- I think at the base of it, you have some tal- talented running backs who are very capable of, of handling the ball here in the NFL – uh, but I do think, you know, when we're talking about creating yardage and, and manipulating blocks and stuff like that with this article, um, I think the one person you really have to look at is a guy like Tom Rathman, uh, the running back coach. Uh, he's definitely a, one of the top running back coaches in the league. I mean, I've talked to to Jonathan Williams a lot over the past year, especially about Rathman. And, you know, Rathman's a, a hard-nosed, old-school type of coach, but uh, he really, you know, gets home a lot of the things that he wants his running backs to be good at. And and when I was talking to Williams a couple of times, I mean, he really – you know, sold it to me that, you know, manipulating blocks, pressing your blocks, um, you know, selling where you're going and then going another way to create those extra yards is something that's Rathman's really big on. And, and, you know, maybe not for a guy like, like Jordan Wilkins or Jonathan Williams, we haven't seen that big improvement because those guys were really good at that in college as well. But I think a guy like Marlon Mack, you can really see that improvement. You know, Marlon Mack in college was more of an athlete playing running back. That's at least the way I always described him when I watched him in college. You know, he was an elite athlete. Uh, lateral ability is, was always outstanding. He could break off big runs, and, and he was just an elite athlete. But, you know, you didn't really see the nuance of a running back. You didn't see the patience, the vision. You didn't really see 
uh, the ability to manipulate blocks and create extra yards. And and now, you know, going into I think it's his fourth year, or fifth year here with the Colts, or I think it's his fourth year he's about to go into. You know, we see more of a complete running back. We see a guy who you know can manipulate blocks, who can create yardage, who sells where he's going, who uh, doesn't always have to rely on just making guys miss in space to create yards. And I think you know someone like Marlon Mack. Obviously, a lot of it is down to his work ethic getting up to where he's at. I mean, I, I don't want to slight him in any way and say it's all the coaching, but um, I think Tom Rathman is a guy who's had a really big impact on a guy like Marlon Mack. And I think that's where we're seeing these, these type of plays from. I mean, most of the clips in that article were from Marlon Mack uh, because I think he is just so good in this area of his game now. Uh, and I think a lot of that goes to him and also to, to running back coach Tom Rathman. Yeah. And you mentioned in your article a little bit about, you know, that unblocked defender, if you will, how Marlon Mack essentially got him blocked because of his vision um, what do you think is, you know, the, the biggest thing that you've noticed, you know, since Marlon Mack, you talked about a little bit, but since he was drafted in 2017, what would you say has been his biggest growth point and gro- things that he has really improved on since he was drafted in 2017? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of areas you can point out. Uh, one I want to say before I even jump into this, and I wouldn't even say it was one of his top areas, but I think his vision has gotten a lot better. You know, he's not just some guy who's always trying to get that outside. You know, he's he's willing to look back inside to to find the open hole. But I think the two areas that I would say are the biggest areas of improvement for him are his patience, which obviously anyone watching the games last year could could tell you about his patience. You know, the, the Chiefs game was a perfect example of that when he had that one big run uh, down to the five-yard line, I think, in the first quarter. Uh, his patience was elite on that, and he just had so many plays like that throughout the year. Um, but I think the other area would be his footwork. And, you know, like I said, he's always been an elite athlete. He's been a really good athlete uh, throughout his whole career. Uh, but one thing I really like about him is his footwork is not as choppy or as rushed as it used to be. And this t- does kind of go with patience a little bit. Uh, but his footwork is very more, you know, you can tell there's thought process behind it. You know, every step is not reactionary. There's also steps that are predetermined for the play, like, okay, I'm going to sell right here so I can set up this outside or I'm going to sell this way so I can set up this defender this certain way. You know, a lot of his steps are, you know, partially reactionary, like I just said there, but also just with the with the end goal in mind to create more yards. And I think that's just an underrated aspect of playing running back. And Marlon Mack has really developed in the area to where, you know, his footwork isn't just, you know, how he's kind of reacting to a play and, and kind of just going from there and trying to get forward. But it's a lot of manipulating what he wants to do. And, and he's playing the game more at his pace than the defense, than the defense's pace. Uh, so I think all that is really what's accumulated to, you know, a thousand yard rusher. And I think he only played 13 or 14 games last year. We got a thousand yard rusher. Um, and, and he looked really good for whenever he played last season as well. So I think his improvement uh, since his rookie year has been night and day. And, you know, like I said earlier, you know, he he went from being an athlete playing running back to now just an athletic running back uh, who's one of the better ones in the game. So his improvement's been great to see. You know, I, I, again, I think Tom Rathman has has had a big impact on that, but I don't want to slight his work ethic and and everything he's done to get to this level. I mean, it, it's 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 outstanding. He's he's a really good running back now in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And another guy that I think is, you know, underrated is a guy like Jordan Wilkins, who you talked about in your article as well. Um, A guy that's kind of been overshadowed, especially now with the drafting of Jonathan Taylor. I'm curious for you, Zach, you know, you you publicly said how much you love Jordan Wilkins as a running back. What are some things that stand out that make you really love Wilkins game? Yeah, so the biggest thing with with Jordan Wilkins, especially when it came to an article like this and, and any article I've really written about him is, you know, anyone who ever evaluated him in college, you kind of always knew what you got with him. You know, you were never going to get a burner. You're never going to get an elite athlete. You know, he, he's pretty good laterally, but 
you know, for the most part, you're not going to get an elite athlete. You're not going to get the strongest back, the even the most, um, you know, the, the best passing game back either. But the one thing you're always going to get with him is some of the best vision and patience and, um, you know, just elusiveness in the hole. You know, you're going to get that type of guy. You know, it, it's not going to be a guy who's going to break off big runs, even though we've seen him break off a couple big runs. Uh, but for the most part, his game is going to be, you know, consistent five, seven, 10 yard runs. You know, he's going to be a very consistent guy, which we've seen throughout his career. You know, I think he averages five and a half yards per carry in his Colts career. Um, you know, and that's through the last two seasons uh, playing. It's kind of a reserve role. Um, but yeah, the biggest thing that that really stands out when you watch him is just that vision and that patience. You know, it, there always seems to be a plan with him. He always knows where he's going to attack. And it feels like he always finds that open hole. Uh, he's rarely caught in traffic. He's rarely bottled up in the hole. You know, he's always finding that open lane and he's able to squeeze through and get some extra yards. Uh, so, yeah, Jordan Wilkins is a guy who, you know, I, I don't think he'll ever really be maybe a consistent starter for a team one day. But, um, you know, if he jumps to another team after this year or maybe Marlon Mack leaves and he sticks around as the rotational guy, I think he's going to be a really good, you know, rotational guy or fill in back whenever there's an injury uh, for, for the rest of his career. I think he's a really good player and uh, he, he's an asset to whatever team he plays for. Yeah, absolutely. And you're talking about Jonathan Taylor a little bit, um, how, you know, Marlon Mack improved in all those areas. But you said Jonathan Taylor could also stand for, to use some improvement in those areas. Um, what do you think – how do you think this kind of stuff that, that Marlon Mack and Tom Rathman have, has taught his running backs, how do you think that could help a guy like Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, so first off, uh, you know, talking about some areas where Taylor could improve. You know, obviously the fumbling has always been a big thing. And uh, from my conversations with with Jonathan Williams, I mean that that is a one big no go with Tom Rathman. You know, he'll the I think the way that that Williams described to me, so he'll get on your ass early about that and make sure that you know it's something that is not going to be an issue going forward. So I, I'm very confident in Rathman's ability to get that out of Jonathan Taylor's head. But you know, in regards to the article and stuff like that, talking about um, manipulating blocks, uh, being a little bit more patient. You know, Taylor I think is starting from a better place than Marlon Mack did. Uh, Taylor was already showed some good patience in college. Obviously, he had more power than than Mac had in college as well. And I think you know he showed flashes of ability to you know manipulate blocks, read blocks, and and create those extra yards. But I think it's not really there on a consistent or even more of a natural level. You know, Marlon Mack last year, it almost looked you know natural for him. Like everything he was doing, every single run, uh, he was setting something up. It looked super natural to him. He knew what he was doing before every play, and that's why he was able to create a lot of extra yards. Where Taylor, you know, it obviously comes in on some plays, but I think other plays it's not there, and he does kind of get bottled up into traffic. So I think with Taylor, he could stand to, uh, you know, improve a little bit, learn from, you know, Marlon Mack, Jordan Wilkins, Tom Rathman. Uh, but I, I do think he's starting from a better place than, than Marlon Mack did, and there's a reason why. Um, you know, he was a second-round pick, and Mack was, I think, a fourth-round pick, and, you know, Wilkins was a fifth-round pick. You know, he has that elite speed, athleticism, power, along with showing those glimpses of patience and manipulating blocks. I just think he can go another level with it and to, you know, to be that great NFL running back like he was in college. And he was a great college running back. So um, I I really like the situation he landed. And, you know, the one thing we haven't talked about throughout this whole podcast yet is, is, you know, the offensive line that they have in front there. And, you know, the whole article is based on creating yards, you know, for and like helping your offensive line. But, you know, the offense line is obviously a big part of it to get you to that second level to where you can make plays like that. Uh, so I think when you combine all that with Taylor, you know, his athleticism, his speed, his power, the glimpses that you've seen, plus the coaching he's going to get and the great offensive line, I think it's going to be a really fun combination uh, for the next couple of years. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the next thing I was going to talk about, you know, with this offensive line, you know, now mixed with Mac, Taylor, Wilkins, Hines, all those running backs. 
What are your realistic expectations, even in year one, from this Colts rushing attack? I mean, they were seventh last year in the league. What are your expectations now adding a guy like Taylor into this backfield? Yeah, so I don't think we're going to see much of an increase in total yards rush. You know, we're not going to see, you know, maybe they go from seventh to top five or top three even. that That's definitely possible. But I think what we'll see more is a more efficient attack. You know, last year the Colts were near the top in rushing attempts as well. Um, and that's why, you know, they were so high in rushing yards, uh, mainly because their passing offense, I think, was 31st in the NFL. It was a really poor passing offense. Teams were allowed to stack the box on them. I think going forward, you know, adding another player like Jonathan Taylor, adding a quarterback like Phillip Rivers and, you know, Michael Pittman on the outside as well. I think we're going to see more efficiency when it comes to running that play. So you, you maybe won't see uh, a really good climb in, you know, total yards rush, but maybe in yards per carries, explosive plays, um, you know, just overall consistency and stuff like that from the running back group. Uh, I think we'll see more of that going forward than we will see, you know, raw totals increase. Uh, but, I, you know, efficiency is a big part of it. Explosive plays are a big part of it. And I think that was a big reason why, you know, Taylor was drafted is this team wanted to see more explosive plays overall on offense. And if you can get that from the running back group, even uh, with Jonathan Taylor, that that's a big plus. So I think, you know, overall, this running back group, again, on paper, some people might say it doesn't look like it improved from last year. But I think overall, we're going to see a big improvement uh, in, in those kind of key areas going forward. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess I never really thought of, you know, the efficiency rushing attempts versus that. But that totally makes sense there. You know, and I think now with the obvious improvement in the passing offense, I think that makes a lot of sense in that department. I mean, the Colts really had nothing besides that running game last year on the offense. So totally get you there, Zach. Um, I really appreciate you, man, coming on and kind of talking about this. And again, you guys can co- can go on to stampyblue.com, read this article for yourself. Fantastic article. I highly recommend it. Uh, Zach, what are some other things you're working on now? You know, still being in quarantine, you know, not a ton to do. What are some things that you're working on now for Stampede Blue? Yeah, I mean, I'm working on a couple things right now. You know, I'm still pumping out um, film session interviews with uh, a couple of the Colts players. I've, I've already talked to Ben Banigou and Kamoko Ture, Marcus Johnson, uh, I think Matthew Adams, Cam Klein. Cam Klein was an undrafted free agent uh, that signed with the Colts. And, um, Oh, and Jonathan Williams. I talked to him already as well. So that's all on my YouTube channel, uh, Zach Hicks on YouTube, or you can also, you know, it's all on Stampede Blue as well, or also on my Twitter at Zach Hicks too. But, you know, on top of that, I'm, I'm starting to work on some more, you know, those kind of, you know, they're film articles, but they're kind of schematic type articles, you know, manipulating blocks. I, I did one where I charted all the sniffer counts, uh, sniffer tight end counts for Stampede Blue as well. If you want to check that out, if you're interested in a position called, you know, the sniffer tight end. Uh, but I'm also working on some charting here. I'm trying to go back and chart, you know, a lot of type of plays from this last year and really get a good feel for what these guys did well last year and, and kind of get a good feel for them going forward with the Colts. But, um, you know, there's a lot of good additions to this Colts team, so it's hard to kind of, you know, track those guys and stuff. But um, just a lot yeah. more film work and stuff going forward with the Colts and and trying to get you guys all that in-depth content that you need. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Zach, so much. I appreciate it, bud, and uh, stay safe. Yeah, you too, bud. I appreciate you having me on.